Hello, ActorCasters, and welcome to today's episode of ActorCast. I'm your host, Patrick McAndrew, and as always, thank you so much for tuning into this show. Have you ever heard of Broadway World? I am sure that you have. Broadway World is this amazing platform. It's the largest theater website in the world. And today we are talking with Broadway World's founder and editor-in-chief, Robert Diamond. He founded BroadwayWorld.com in 2003, and it covers Broadway and beyond with specific local coverage for 100 cities in the United States, 45-plus countries worldwide, and 10 other related areas of entertainment, including dance, opera, concerts, comedy, films, television, and more. In 2014, the site was awarded an Award for Excellence in Theater Arts Education by the prestigious Theater Museum. And in this episode, Rob and I dive deep. We talk about what inspired Rob to create Broadway World. He actually doesn't come from a performing arts background. He said that when he was growing up, he had no ambitions to perform and actually had a deep passion for technology. And around 2002, 2003, he saw that there was a need for the theater world to improve its online presence. So he filled that need by creating Broadway World. We also talk about how actors and performers could use Broadway World to their advantage. We talk about why Rob focuses not just on Broadway, not just theater in New York, but also how Broadway World covers regional theaters off-off Broadway, as well as theaters internationally. Rob also shares about some of the surprises that he's had about the theater industry in his years working on Broadway World. If you like this episode, please head to actorcast.fm, leave us a review, let us know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. So without further ado, let me please introduce today's guest of ActorCast, Robert Diamond. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ActorCast. Today, our guest is Robert Diamond. Rob, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. I'm very excited to talk with you. You are the the founder and editor-in-chief of Broadway World, uh, which has been around for, for some time now. It's probably hard to believe from your perspective. I guess it's been around for almost 20 years. Uh, which is very exciting. And this, uh, through the years, has been such a powerful resource for for actors, other performers, other folks that are working in the entertainment industry. So I definitely wanted to reach out and have you on the show and, and to just uh, share a little bit about your your journey creating Broadway World, as well as some of the different projects that, that you have worked on in addition to that as well. So thanks so much for being here. Sure. Thank you for the lovely intro, though I, I feel exhausted already just hearing how long it's been. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. What Something that has really drawn me to Broadway World is that it encompasses a variety of different, you know, theatrical elements from all over the world. It's not just strictly Broadway. It's really, you know, I love how it's have you have that world part at the end of it. And I'm wondering if maybe uh, we could just start from this place. Well, what was it that inspired you to create Broadway World? Sure. Uh, I come from a technology background myself. So theater is something I fell in love with as a audience member in high school. It's a convoluted story, but I became a, a large fan of Michael Crawford's and wound up uh, making his official website, which is something that I started doing my freshman year at Syracuse University. And at the same time, in parallel to that, I was working in technology publishing. So I also started as a senior in high school for a company called Syscom Media, which was uh, producing magazines and then websites, which was me, and events for web developers. So it was a parallel track of being good at technology, not being good at theater, never having any performing <laughs> aspirations uh, or talent, um, <laughs> which is as important as aspirations. And just after I graduated college, I was still working for this publishing company at the time as like a VP of information technology. So with a team of people reporting to me, but it was a, it was not a happy working environment. I guess I can, I can describe my then boss as a little uh, Rudin-esque might be the term <laughs> uh, to use these days. So I was not happy there, but I was happy with what I was doing and in parallel falling deeper and deeper into the world of theater. Uh, so in 2002, I wound up through working for Michael Crawford, making a website for Dance of the Vampires, which was his then big, exciting, it was going to run forever, return to Broadway. And uh, it was while building that show website that I started paying attention to the other theater sites out there and thought, oh, there's, you know, things that could be done better technologically or things that I would do different from a publishing standpoint. So when I built this very complicated website that had message boards and a login system and newsletters and a whole database backend, the show closed very, very shortly thereafter. And it was at that time that, okay, well, I've done all this work. There's a need in the space. Maybe I can and fill that need in the space. And that was uh, May of 2003. Wow. Well, what, what, I, what I love about this story a lot is that you hear a, a lot of people who work in the entertainment industry get their start by, you know, starting by working backstage or performing in like high school or middle school theater, sometimes in, in college theater. But I, I really love how you had, had this perspective of finding a need that needed to be met through, you know, looking at the variety of different uh, theater websites and saying, OK, there, there, there's a lot of work that needs to be done here. And so I'm wondering, with, with that said, was did you choose did you choose to create a website about theater solely because that's where you found the need or did you have a, a growing passion towards theater that really developed the years working up to creating Broadway World? Through, through the gateway that, that was Michael Crawford, I, I was becoming more and more invested in the, the, I'll say the world of Broadway, not to use the website name, but delving you know, deeper down that rabbit hole and falling more and more in love with theater. So I didn't start the website with a business goal in mind. I didn't even think it would be a business. It was just, I love theater. Let me build something for other people that love theater 
that I didn't think existed at the time and let's see what it turns into. And it wasn't until uh, a few years later that it, oh, I, we have a business here. And <laughs> that's uh, all history since then. Well, what, what's amazing about it is that I think that it's become a, a really powerful resource for performers, actors, musicians, just all kinds of people working in the performing arts. Uh, you have information on there about the, you know, the different shows that are running or at least were running before the pandemic and hopefully will be running, you know, hopefully fingers crossed later this year. But you also have uh, like a job board on there as well. Just a variety of different news with regards to the industry. So I'm wondering, uh, there, there's so much valuable content on there that I'm wondering if you could share with our actors and other performers who are tuning in today. How can actors use Broadway World to their advantage? Sure. Probably the first thing to do is to make sure that you're listed in our Broadway World database, uh, which it's the largest database of its kind, encompassing all things uh, theater credit-wise, so not just Broadway like some of the other databases out there, but off-Broadway tours, regional theaters, the West End, it's anything and everything in the world of theater. So actors get automatically added to the database when they make their Broadway debut or when they make their when they get their picture on Broadway World for the first time. So if one of those two things hasn't happened yet, you can still go to the website and add yourself, add your headshots, add your credits, add your bio. If one of those things has happened, but you want to add additional information because we have one of the 20 things you've done or you hate the photo that we've used or <laughs> any number of, of actory issues. There's forms and links and buttons um, on the page itself. So that's that's the number one way to make sure that we have the most up-to-date information on you, that anybody out there searching for you sees the most up-to-date information and that feeds into everything we do. So if we run a news story about you, the first place we look for a photo, if it hasn't been provided to us, is in our own database. Oh, wow. See, yeah, that was actually, that's something that I hadn't realized, so that, that there is this this full-on database that, that I guess, would you say in the people that you've talked to, is it primarily agents, managers, casting directors, whoever's looking for, I guess, potential actors for potential projects, sometimes they'll utilize this database? All of the above. I just checked while you were asking that question. We have more than 315,000 actor profiles. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, We've run more than a million photos on the website since its inception. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're heavily Googled, so it, it pops up all the time if people are searching, um, especially if you do not yet have an official web presence or a, a YouTube channel, it's often the first result that people will find while looking for you. Also, every time you're mentioned on Broadway World, if you have a database page, your name gets underlined and linked to that database. So if somebody's reading about something you've done, hopefully, you know, good news, not something horrible that you've done. <laughs> uh, they can click on your name and, oh, here's his credits, here's what I've seen him in, etc. So it all links together in the, the wonderful world of Broadway World. Wow, that, that, that's amazing. I, I think, you know, it kind of just goes off. And, and like, I guess uh, to go off of that, my next question would be, what inspired you to, to create so many different facets of, of Broadway World? Was it really that, because I know that, you guys are the lar one of the largest, if not the largest website when it comes to theater in the world. And so was the idea to have a lot of these different facets to really be this hub of sorts for everybody in the entertainment industry? 
or was it rather, uh, you know, you had one focus in mind and then after a number of years, you're like, oh, okay, this would be cool to add. And then after a few more years, oh, this would be cool to add. How, how did that process work? Definitely a combination of things. It was baked into the website from day one that I didn't want it to just be about Broadway or to define myself what was important. So coming from a position of a theater lover who, you know, at the time loved, well, still do, loved Dance of the Vampires, for example. It was, you know, there's other people that love this thing. They don't have a place to talk about it. They don't have a place that's covering it. So from from the very beginning, once we started doing content, which was maybe 2005-ish or 2006, it was never, let's just cover Broadway. It was everything that was happening in New York at the time. We would cover a cabaret almost the same way as we would cover a Broadway show. And... Therefore, it was a natural extension when people came to us and said, you know, I'm a big theater fan in L.A. Why, have you ever thought about having a Broadway World L.A.? It was, of course, that's a great idea. How would you like to run it for us? So the site expanded a lot that way. You know, it, it tries to sort of be everything for everyone to some degree as part of the community and as a reflection of the community. So uh, ideas for things we've created have come to us from readers of the site, industry people, myself staring at the ceiling late at night wondering you know <laughs> what the heck do we do next uh or the great uh team of staff members that are encouraged and and do come to us with some of our best ideas yeah i mean it, it must be have been amazing and can probably continues to be amazing to see the the evolution of of broadway world and and to see how far it's come through all these years yeah, it was, as, as I said before, a surprise. I mean, it stopped being a surprise at some point. Um, you know, we, we are the largest theater outlet out there, which is not something we take for granted. Um, I'm still I'm still personally working almost 16 hours a day, seven days a week. And we still have a very passionate staff that is, is never resting on their laurels, even during this strange, horrible last 14 or so months. Uh, we've probably done and launched and created more things than ever before. And, you know, looking at our, our roadmap, even over the next couple of months as theaters reopen, it's it's not slowing down either. So yeah, <laughs> we're, we're yeah. growth obsessed. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's good to hear though, that, you know, there's, there's that work that's out there, that there's always work to be done, especially in the theater world. And as you were saying, especially with how this world, I mean, you know, how the world has been over the past year and, you know, kind of with that said, I'm wondering uh, through, you know, the evolution of Broadway World and through the different the, the different projects, the, the, the different things that you've done on the, the website and platform. Is there anything that surprised you about the theater industry as you were uh, building Broadway World, but not only as you were building Broadway World, but as as you continue to, to work on the platform as well? I think I'm I'm still surprised all the time, sometimes sometimes even positively. In the early days of the website, it was an uphill battle. I mean, we were, I was, um, God, how old am I now? I was in my early 20s at the time and had no theater background, no connections. So it was just, you know, knocking on doors, both literally and figuratively, as, you know, we're not, we don't have a print publication behind us. We're not owned by a conglomerate. It was, you know, literally just me at first. The first website was hosted out of my apartment in Nyack. And if it crashed during the day, I would have to have my mother go and re reboot the server and stuff. <laughs> and I think theater as a whole is usually a little behind other industries when it comes to embracing new technology. Uh, they've gotten better about that over the years. And I think even more so over this last 14 months 
Uh, but it was definitely an, an uphill battle as, you know, a, a scrappy young new competitor to the space that was also trying to, I don't want to say teach people, but introduce things that, that were happening on other parts of the internet to the, the Broadway world, um, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's interesting to to just kind of look at the, the variety of different conversations that are happening within the industry. And there's always, you know, especially nowadays, and this could be because I live in New York, but, you know, there's often a lot of talk about, okay, when is Broadway opening back up? When are these big theaters uh, opening back up and revitalizing the culture of New York City? But I think a lot of times that that, that cultural element, even as, as wonderful as Broadway is, a lot of that lives in the off-Broadway theaters and the off-off-Broadway theaters. And I, I know that Broadway World covers a lot of of you know, those type of theaters when, you know, they have shows. I know you cover a lot of regional theaters as well, international theaters, places from all over the world. And so why, why is it that, that you, and this, I guess this kind of relates back to my earlier question on, you know, why focus on many facets uh, on the, on the platform, but I guess, you know, kind of on a flip side of that, like why focus on so many different areas of the world? Why focus on the entire world when it comes to theater? I'm wondering kind of what your your insight and perspective was on the reasoning behind that. Well, I mean, uh, I, th- I don't remember what the other names we were considering um, were at the time, but I think once we put world into our title, it was something we were eventually going to have to live up to. So, I mean, officially we cover uh, theater in 100 cities across the U.S., 40 countries, and 12 languages, um, which translates to anywhere from 200 to 500 uh, articles on the website a day, even during this strange time, which is, says something to the resiliency of theater around the world. But yeah, I mean, from a business perspective, you can't see what I'm looking at right now, but I have seven computer screens that sit in front of me that are showing what's happening. Wow. Seven. Seven. Uh, wow, I would that's have more amazing. than I, I would be divorced. Um, so it's fascinating <laughs> to see what people are reading at the moment and where they're reading it from and why, but you, you quickly learn if you're looking at the stats that somebody in Kentucky, let's say, is as likely to be looking up what's happening in a theater near them, as well as during normal times, the trip that they're planning to New York City. And it's exciting to know that we can have an impact on both of those things. And it's, it's rewarding to, I think, everybody on the staff would say this. Sometimes, you know, if you write an article about a small community theater of production of something, maybe 200 people will read it as opposed to a Broadway story, which, you know, 20, 50,000 people will read. But the 200 people that read that story and then hopefully go and buy tickets and support that local theater, that story becomes even more important to them than us being maybe one of a bunch of sites that's writing about, uh, you know, six or, or whatever the, the hot show of the moment is. So the balance of those two things is something that's exciting to me as a theater lover and as a data geek. And I think it's exciting to the staff as well. And editorially, you know, sometimes more interesting things are happening in other places or happening at a university somewhere or something weird that they're trying at a you know, a theater far off the beaten path. And it's it's exciting to see how that then evolves or doesn't evolve into bigger things. 
Yeah, I that that I will say is something that I've noticed and something that has really drawn me to Broadway World personally is that you you aren't I guess you're not specifically focused on New York. You're 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 very broad in the the variety of different uh, stories shows that you cover, and it really gives people that opportunity to be like, hey, my my show is written up about in in Broadway world. I could share it with my community, even if it is only the you know the two hundred people in a small town, perhaps. And I, that you know what you were talking about too about how sometimes those kind of stories could, you know, really resonate a lot. And sometimes you'll find very interesting kernels of, uh, of a story in there to, to share with people. Uh, that really, you know, re- resonates with, with me a lot because I, a big reason why I was drawn to the theater is that it, it connects us as human beings no matter where we are on the world. And I think that's something that Broadway World has done really well. Thank you. And I, I mean, it's, I wouldn't even know how to define, so please don't ask theater for you right now. So, you know, whereas I said before, we'll cover anything and everything, that now literally does mean almost anything and everything. So I think the definition of what what's theatrical and what theater is and, you know, the intersection of, of TV shows about theater, you know, going back to like Glee and Smash or, you know, stage to screen adaptations have never been hotter. And, you know, to my left next to the screens, I've got VR goggles. So there's things coming up as to what the future of theater is that I couldn't define for you now or even guess what it'll be, but we will be there covering it. Yeah. And I I would love for you, in addition to all the amazing work that you've done with Broadway World, you've also have pursued a lot of other variety of projects as well. I know you found a company called Wisdom Digital Media. So I would love, just so our listeners are aware of these different projects you are up to, in addition to Broadway World, I'm wondering if you could share about those a little bit. Sure. It pretty much just is Broadway World these days. Um, When I left my full-time job a year or two into Broadway World, uh, I founded a company called Wisdom Digital Media, which was designed to intersect between technology and art. So before Broadway World was paying the bills, I was doing a lot of consulting for other companies, be it other artists or other organizations or just companies that saw what we were doing at Broadway World or what I had done in my past life in tech publishing. So originally it was envisioned uh, because Broadway World wasn't a business, or I didn't realize it was going to be a business, I should say. It was envisioned as a, a web development consulting company. But now, you know, my primary focus, other than having a 11 and a half month old daughter, is Broadway World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, having a, a an infant child will definitely keep you very busy. Yes, she, you know, I, I get up with her early. She does the 6 a.m. email shift with me, answering emails from wow. you know, Broadway World London and, and other places that are up before us, so... She's going to make a great intern in a, a few more years. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you're training her already. Yes. So, well, Rob, I, I can't thank you enough for for taking the time to join us on the Actor Cast. It, you know, it, it's great to to hear the story behind Broadway World. I think a lot of our listeners who tune into this show have at least at the at the very least have heard of Broadway World, and so I, you know, I have no doubts that that they'll enjoy this conversation and to get a little bit of the behind the scenes uh, access to to what goes on at Broadway World and and how it's become the platform that it has today. So thank you so much for taking the time. Sure. Thank you for having me and uh, happy to be here.
I'm wondering, before we head out, if you could just share with our listeners maybe where they could find out more information about you, uh, uh, about Broadway World. Is is really the best way to go to, to broadwayworld.com, or is there any other uh, places you'd recommend? Yeah, I mean, Broadway World is the best place for all of the above. Uh, I encourage everybody to go and spend as much time on the website as humanly possible. If you're looking for more information on me personally, hopefully you'll find more interesting things on Broadway World to go and look at. But I think you can see an up-to-date bio at robertdiamond.com or email me through there if, uh, you know, anything you think is lacking on Broadway World that we should be thinking about. Otherwise, I can't wait to see everybody back on stage. Perfect. And so I will make sure to include the links to those in our show notes. So listeners out there tuning in, all you have to do is scroll down in those show notes, click those links provided. Rob, do you have any parting words of advice for our actors who are tuning in? I know that that uh, you haven't worked as an actor. You said at the beginning of our conversation you have no performing <laughs> ambitions or you're not interested in that. But having covered theater for nearly 20 years now, do you have any words of wisdom that you may be able to share with our performers and actors tuning in today? Words of wisdom. I would just say keep on keeping at it is uh, the most important thing because it's, it's a business. No matter what area you're in, whether you're running a website or on a stage that has as many downs as it does ups. And I think what leads to longevity aside from working hard and the general advice of try not to be an asshole, if I'm allowed to curse on this, uh, <laughs> if not, you'll bleep it out, is to just uh, keep on plugging away. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of ActorCast. You can head to ActorCast.fm and leave us a review to let us know what you thought of this episode. If you haven't already done so, sign up for our newsletter to get the latest and greatest information on upcoming guests, showcases, and much more. You can also become a member of ActorCast by going to ActorCast.fm and clicking the membership tab. As a member of ActorCast, you'll gain access to exclusive content, including bonus episodes, access to our private online community, and live sessions with yours truly. I look forward to catching you all in the next episode, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out and create.